Welcome back, everyone. Just scooping around. Josh and Paul. What episode is this? 10? I never know. I think it's 10. Yeah, we can call it 11. 10. I went in and, and I reorganized like the the seasons because I accidentally put like one of them as season zero and then the other ones in like, <laughs> season, season one. And so I, I like season zero. Well, but the introduction then on iTunes said it was an unknown season and i was like what that's dumb Ooh, lost episode right first one (laughs) i'm yeah so but i kind of liked how it kept the intro then at the very top yeah that's nice actually season zero that's like that's like a computer programmer's way of doing seasons start at zero yeah so i'll probably go back in and, and reorganize the episodes gotcha. and everything like that but we'll see yeah i don't know but i might as well just say a random number every time we start like or just the same number every time like hey welcome back episode 10 here we go <laughs> and then next week it's like episode 10 let's get this yeah whatever you whatever makes you happy right i'll probably you know you, you'll get a random number for me who knows yeah so oh also i i was on itunes looking at our podcast mm-hmm. and we have six five star reviews oh shit all right <laughs> wow thank you guys isn't that Appreciate sick that it's very nice of you to leave some reviews keep them coming can you tell your friends tell your family like... yeah you can leave like written reviews too there aren't any of those yet but all right all i can't right. wait until some people start writing reviews hating yeah well thank that you guys for the funny. five star reviews it's much appreciated it's very yeah. nice it's super funny <laughs> It's like, gets me all excited, like, going on and being like, whoa, six people who get five stars? That's awesome. We're making it big now, baby. Yeah, exactly. Six reviews. So, yeah, that's that's awesome. T- keep telling your friends and your family. Yeah, thank uh, you. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled podcast. It's just a pain in the butt to do stuff over, like, holiday break and stuff. Yeah, so the holidays were things. kind of messy and it's hard to schedule shit. But, but we I'm got glad the we were able to record yeah one we got the person. special episode in person so looking that forward cool. to the next I'm one glad we did that that'll be that super fun. fun so yeah so we'll be back uh, mostly for the the regular scheduled podcasts now uh, every Saturday I'll I'll get those uploaded but oh yeah now that it's 2019 I thought I'd make a a goal for the podcast for this year oh okay all well, right I'm the down. first. The first goal that we had already talked about is to get the video incorporated, which shouldn't be too difficult, yes. but yes. I just want to, I'm going to figure out how exactly we're going to do that. Yeah, that's a good question, actually, because we'd, we'd probably have to find some recording software that captures the video. Yeah, and I know of a couple. I mean, use like, Discord right now, but yeah. I don't think we'd be able to like export or stream the I don't, I don't know. We'll look into right. it. Yeah, I know. It's only three days into the year. We got that. Yeah, I've used Zoom before, and Zoom, I believe, for a free profile, you can record things. I'll check and oh, see nice. that, though. But, yeah, so that's... Not sponsored. That, yeah. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but the the uh, the plan, I should say, this isn't a goal. The plan is to get video incorporated into the podcast and, and get a YouTube channel up and running. That should be cool. But That would be fun. The video goal, or the, not the video goal, the the podcast goal that I think would be, I feel like it's achievable for this year, is to bump up our average listeners. And right now the average listeners is, I feel it's a little skewed, but the average listeners is about 
18 per episode. Wow, it says. that's higher than I... Is that because of the first episode, That's that because like of the 36. previous ones, yeah. So all of the ones okay. are... They're, like, creeping up, like... I don't, I don't know if people just, like, randomly listen to it later on in the week or whatever, but usually every... Every week, I'll post the video on Saturday, and then when we meet up, when we when we chat on Thursday to do the podcast, we usually, on average, have ten lessons in that five or whatever days that is that that That's week. That's pretty about. solid. So I'm happy with that. That's my not, uh, we got double digits. Right, I like that. So my goal for the end of this year, by December 31st of 2019, I would I I our goal should be to have that span that average listening go from 10 to 50 all right like damn that, hell that five. yeah so that's the goal hopefully we can just slowly bump it up every month and and every week and you know everybody tell your friends and share us around it, i like eventually you'll but, get to see our pretty faces too, yeah there so. you go and i i have the twitter it's up and running it's at jga podcast on twitter and I still tweet. No longer even though, suspended. Yep. And I still tweet even though nobody <laughs> follows us. Hey, dude, it's all right, man. I'll just tweet. That's, how, like, that's what you gotta do. Yeah, like I'll tweet. Like I just tweeted a couple days ago. Like we'll be back to shooting normal or recording normal or whatever. And then I retweeted on my personal Twitter, <laughs> so I can just <laughs> spam my my Twitter feed. <laughs> Hell so yeah. then it it gets to people at least. But nice. Yeah. So. That's all the announcements I think I had for for the beginning of this podcast. Do you have any house cleaning things before we move on to um, words of the week? I don't know. Happy Happy New Year to all the listeners that are sticking with us. We appreciate it. Uh, hopefully yeah. we'll have 52 episodes this year. Who knows? That'd be cool. I mean, the holidays are always kind of rough. I, but... I, I think we should shoot for like 45 total episodes. That's for the a year. solid number. I like that. That's, I feel like that's achievable and we could very easily go over that so yeah we'll all see. right 45 episodes 50 listeners that's the goal jot I'm, that shit down i'm gonna put it on my i have a goals 2019 personal goals note on my phone so i'm gonna oh, put nice. 45 podcast episodes onto that fuck dude you're like a you're like a dad already you make me feel like <laughs> such a child like you get up at fucking like 5 a.m every day and just get to work. You got goals listed out on your phone. I don't do any of that <laughs> shit, dude. Well, I started making goals in college. Um, and I didn't really start following them until 2018. I made goals that I, I achieved most of them. And I did have the note saved. And then I must have deleted it on accident. I don't know what happened to it. But, oh, sad. But I I think New Year's resolutions are kind of lame, personally. Yeah. Like, I don't I like mean, they're, resolutions. They're... Right, yeah. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like setting a goal is more achievable and attainable and like more motivational than a resolution. Like, I don't know. That's just me though. Are they different though? Nothing against people who set resolutions. I don't know. A resolution to me is just kind of like, like if I'm going to say as a resolution, like my resolution for 2019 is to go to the gym more Then it's to me in my head that that just sounds like I would like to go to the gym more. Whereas if I yeah. set a goal, it's I'm this is what I'm going to do by the end of 2019. Hmm. I think it really depends on how vague your right. resolutions are. Yeah, definitely. Like I want to go to the gym more. Well, okay. 
well, how many times per week do you want to go to the gym? Right. Stuff you you got to narrow that shit down because otherwise you're never gonna achieve it. Like you gotta break it down into little bits, and then you'll add up at the end of the year too. Oh yeah, I went to the gym more. Or no. Yeah, exactly. And I just I don't know. I like goals. I like setting goals. It, it's fun to. It's, well, and I, I like log them, and then I know this is what I. I've achieved it, and I can check yeah, it out. Yeah, you my can list see your progress. Like exactly. So that's what well, I do. Well, apart from the podcast, what what are some of your goals for 2019? Um, so far, the the main goal that I set for myself after I finished the marathon last October was to get back into 5K training and nice. get back into the under 20-minute 5Ks. So I think in high school, the fastest 5K I ever ran was like a 1942. And yeah. my goal is to break 20 again in a 5K. So, All right, I like that. And let me tell you, that is going to be very difficult. <laughs> I was yeah. doing like faster runs, and I think I could go faster than I was doing. But having trained in the marathon and then taking some time off of exercising completely, uh, I was running like an an eight forty five minute mile and that felt fast. So Yeah. But I'm I'm doing a bunch of different things and, and trying to get my endurance back up and everything and, and I I mean like I feel like I, I set the goal so like I I'm gonna achieve it somehow, some way. There so, you go. That's the right mentality. We'll be back right to you. Yeah, I'll I'll keep you all, everyone updated about how that goes. But I'm I'm planning on running I don't know, five K in like July or August or something like that to Nice. to go for the shot so and i almost did it when i was in college and i was in much better shape in college but like sophomore year in college i ran like a 2011 so mm. almost yeah. did it we'll see and then a couple of like little random goals that i have are i want to start going to movies at the movie theater more and like hmm. watching That's an interesting movies one. in the movie theater why is that just because I like the movie theater experience and, and I, I love everything about movie theaters and watching movies in like a setting like that. That's Yeah, it's like, definitely different than watching at home, that's for sure. Right. And there's like, there were multiple movies, two in particular from last year, that I really wanted to go see in the theater because I knew that if I were to watch them, I knew that watching them in the theater is a whole would have been a whole different experience than watching them you know, at home or something like that. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to see Dunkirk and I really wanted to see Blade Runner 2049 in the theater. And I didn't see, I think I did see Dunkirk. Honestly, I, I don't remember a whole lot of the movie, but I do remember it was, it was tense. Like I yeah. was, I was anxious. It was the sound and stuff. It's pretty crazy. That's the thing. That's why I wanted to see it on the big screen. So yeah, I, I was just listening to another film podcast, though, where they were talking about sound design, and they were talking about how if you have, like, surround sound headset, which I do, mm. I might try watching Dunkirk with that and see how that is. Yeah, I definitely recommend having a good sound, having good sound when you watch that. For it's sure. It's pretty crucial. And then another one I have, the third one I have, aside from the podcast one so far, is to read at least one book per month. Nice. So, 12 nice. books for the year. We'll, we'll see if I can do it. And then I have, I'll have like, the little mini checklists under that, that like that goal and have like January, February, all the months and then like check off if I read a book that month, that kind of thing. Do you have a queue of books that you want to read already or are you just going to kind of wing it? Um, I have, I got a few new books 
for Christmas. Uh, and I have a, a few more that have just kind of been sitting there. And I also have another list on my phone. <laughs> oh, all right. With books that I need to read. And I can kind of read off a couple of them, but I'm going to just show Paul the list on my phone here. If it, like, I can't even fucking see it. <laughs> <laughs> the camera's not working with it. Oh, oh no. You could kind of see it there for a second here. Where is it? Is it in any particular order or do you just put them on there when you hear about them? Oh no, I think I deleted it on accident. <gasps> oh, can I just you witnessed you delete that? <laughs> can you recover <laughs> your notes? Oh yes, I, I think can. there's a way. I can't. Oh my god! Oh my gosh, that would have been so sad. That looked like a long list. How do you how do you recover this bad boy? Oh no! Recently, notes are about. How do you? You could always just copy paste it, I guess, to a new one. Here we go. I moved it back. Wow, that was that was close. Okay. We almost had catastrophe on the podcast. That was terrible. Yeah. So this is the list. It's just summer of. Okay, all right. All right. There's a bunch wow, that's of a lot. The most recent ones that I added are a book called Haunted by Chuck mm. Pala... Palanuke or whatever? Yep. And then House of Leaves by Mark Z. Danielewski. <laughs> His name. Uh, Danielewski. Then there's a few like classics that I never read, like Where the Red Fern Grows. Uh, you never read that? Nope, I only saw the movie. Oh... Uh, The Great Gatsby I've never read. Eh. So, Animal Farm. I have Animal Farm. I'd like to read that. I never read that. 1984. Never read that. That's a good book. So. Definitely recommend that. And Brave New World is also really good. Brave New World? If you want, like, dystopian, utopia shit, that's a, that's a good read. Okay. One sec, I'll be right back. Okay. Okay, so... Yeah, I just that's another goal I've been I've been getting into reading a little bit more, trying to like read before bed instead of sitting on my phone before bed. Yeah, that's good. So, that's yeah. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of books on here, but I will keep everyone updated about. Here's another one called here. American Purgatorio. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, anyways. So, there was you ever see the, I forget who that guy is, but there was a bunch of ads that he had on YouTube and he was just one of those entrepreneur guys that was like trying to sell you something. About Ty about, Lopez? Yes. Yes. That guy. Uh, here in my garage, dude. Yes. Here in my garage oh my with my brand new Lamborghini. Like that guy. Yeah. I remember I saw, the first time I saw his ad, I actually like started listening to it and then I saw the ad on youtube was like five minutes long so i just clicked on it to go to the website and watch the full ad and it was like a it was a long video it was like a 15 or 20 minute long video and literally he's just he's so good at talking but all he was doing was talking in circles he was like i'm gonna tell you this and then he would like go on about something else and then i'm gonna tell you this again and he'd say it again i'm gonna tell you that so but one thing that he said uh, was that he re- he reads a new book every single day, which you know believe mm. it, believe it or not if you want, but that's something that mm. I for some reason I liked that sentence and I was like yeah that's a good way to like get knowledgeable. Not that I'm gonna try to read a book every day, but you know trying to read <laughs> more is something day. that I would like to do. So yeah, I suppose I should do that too. I don't know I have three books and I'm halfway through each one and uh, 
think I have to restart every single one of those. <laughs> That's okay. I haven't touched them since the summer. I was... I'm probably about 200 pages into The Shining right now, and I think it's like five or 600. It's probably like 500 pages. Damn. But I had to... I got uh, Can't Hurt Me, the David Goggins book. Yeah, and that guy's really inspiring. I couldn't... All I could think about was starting that book, so I had to pause The Shining. So mm-hmm. we'll see if... We'll see how long it takes me to finish Can't Hurt Me. I can't imagine it's going to take me very long. But That's how I get to. Like, I'll start reading something, and I'll have other books, and be like, ah, this one's getting a little dry. I kind of want to you know, change things up a bit, so I'll start reading another one, and then right. it's like I get halfway through all the fucking books. Yep. And yeah. then I don't remember anything. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, and it's not e- it's not even like The Shining was dry. I just, you know, I got this new book that I'd been hearing about. It's everywhere. Like everybody's been talking yeah. about it. So I I really wanted to read that. So, but I think I'll read it fast enough that I'll be able to jump back into The Shining and and it'll be fine. That's good. So, all right, yeah, should we? To... What? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you want to jump to words of the week, but you can finish your. Yeah, let's thought. do it. No, I, I I wasn't really gonna say anything of any importance anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, so for for everyone that listened, you know that we tried to reach out to Bananagrams in the in the whatever episode was. Sponsor us, please. We have a active ten listeners. The uh, yeah the the episode hasn't reached very far, so I'm I think I'm gonna tweet at them for fun and see. Oh my hey, God. Bananagrams, <laughs> check out our episode if you want a sick new podcast to sponsor. We got words of the week. How Sorry. crazy would it be if we got a sponsor with like ten listeners? <laughs> well, I mean, even that would if, be insane. It would even just be funny if they were like, "Hey, we'll send you both." Or a, get a response. We'll send you both a banana pack if you just that mention us or something. Or even just, "Hey, here's a banana pack for being funny" or something like that. I don't know, but or even even just a response from them. Yeah, cool. something would be super cool. A like, a retweet. I don't know, but so not sponsored by Bananagrams. Yeah, words <laughs> of the week. <laughs> so. Uh, I'm going to start, oh man, I'm going to, I need to start typing where I heard these words and I, I'm just going to start with the one that I wrote down today and I just heard it in a podcast and the word is limerick. You know what that is? Ooh, I've heard that. Um, can you use it in a sentence? Oh gosh. Yes, I can. Oh, I've definitely heard that before, and like recently too. Where? Uh, I must just read the. I must just definition. read the definition. <laughs> okay, let me find a sentence here. All of the there's a there's a there's like a city called Limerick, so all mm. of the stinking sentences I'm finding are that. But here's a. I guess I could just say like I wrote a limerick. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's like a, like a, I wrote a limerick, God damn it. I don't know, a short, a short note, oh, fucking. I, I got nothing, I got, that, was, that didn't provide any context. A, yeah, that was kind of a hard one to put in a sentence, it's a comic verse yeah. containing five, here's a word that you can tell me if you know, five anapestic lines. It's got got. Uh, I don't. I've never heard that word, but I'm I guessing it's, a, it's something to do with like syllables or like flow. There um, you go. Yeah, you're right. It's it's like a poetic word. I'm guessing 
the lines would be unstressed, unstressed, stressed. Whatever hmm. that means. So interesting. There you go. It's a comic verse type of poem that's five lines. <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> okay, the next one. Vagabond. Oh, I've definitely heard that too. A vagabond. Man, I'm getting good at finding words that you don't know. Yeah, this is. Hmm. Is there a sentence for this one? Yeah, you could say like. I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it up because I feel like if I make my own sentence, it'll just give it away. Is it something? Is it a word you would use to describe a person? Yes. Okay. So, here's one. Yeah. Regardless, these sentences are all just gonna give it away. It's after they retired, the couple bought an RV and became footloose vagabonds. Someone who just like roams around and shit. Yeah, like a nomad. Yeah, I don't know. I think an I think nomad is like a synonym. Hmm. So interesting. There you go. There's I've never used that word you. in my life. Let's do a couple more here. Facetious. Oh fuck. Um, I've heard this so many times. It's like when you're you're being facetious. It's like it's like not serious. It's like a joke it's like <laughs> mm, i don't know yeah. i i don't know i give up yeah you 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 pretty much got it you're you're on the right track it's treating a serious issues treating serious issues with deliberate inappropriate humor hmm these are all okay. from dictionary.com also hmm there you go how about we'll end with hmm Actually, I want to do two more, because I had a lot this week. Jovial. All right. Jovial is like cheery, happy, or jolly. Oh. Um, like upbeat, I don't know. There you go. You got it. One for four, yes. I think. Yes. Cheerful and friendly. All right. And the last one for the week, mis- misanthrope. Mis- misanthrope. A misanthrope? Yeah. Uh... Can you use it in the sentence? <laughs> sure. Let me just look this Misanthropic. Okay. Uh, you could say, I am a misanthrope. <laughs> God damn it, not another one of these example sentences. Um, let's see. It is perhaps it is perhaps not the healthiest tendency for a man who is already, if not a hermit, at least a part time misanthrope. Like, I have no idea. I'm throwing in the towel already. I have no guesses. A person who hates or distrusts humankind. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. There you go. There's your... I get that way sometimes. <laughs> There's your words of the week for episode 10. First week of Sweet. 2019. We're, we're starting it off strong here with extra we're words We're learning of the new week. shit. All right, so... There's there were two main things that I I wrote down that we could talk about today, and I'm gonna we usually end with the goofy topic, so I'm gonna start with the the not goofy topic. Ooh, the super serious the, topic. Well, it's not serious, but <laughs> um, I was. Do you I believe was, in God? What? 
<laughs> do you believe in God? <laughs> I was gonna ask, do you have any like obsessive compulsive tendencies that you do? Um. Okay, yeah, I got one actually. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily say this is like OCD level. At this, I mean, I don't have OCD. I don't. I don't know what it's like to truly be like obsessive compulsive. Luckily, but um, like when I go to sleep at night. Oh jeez, let me adjust this light. Uh, the covers like I can't. The covers have to be like evenly distributed over the bed, like over me and over the bed. Like I can't have. Okay. Yeah, that's one fair. part of the sheets on the bed with me, and the other half hanging over the bed. Like I need it to be pretty much symmetrical. But that's because. I don't toss and turn. Well, I turn around and shit a lot when I sleep, but I wake up enough that I like can move in the sheets and not drag them around with me, so I don't get all twisted up. Oh. And I yeah, lo- I like so. to be twisted up. Oh, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, there's. <laughs> I like to like I I grab it and you know. Oh, that's terrible. That's <laughs> fucked up, dude. No, what? I, I like to I be wrapped up that. like a burrito. Well, not I mean, tight. I'm still like covered. Yeah, I'm but I like to. Up. I don't know. I like to have all of my. You're just like being, uh, like uh, swaddled. Yeah, sure. Whatever that means, like a baby. Like when you swaddle a baby. Sure. I uh, like, like wrapped up like a little burrito. I had a. Uh, there was one point where I had a bed, in my bedroom that was like right up against the wall, and I loved sleeping right, up against the wall. Like in the bed, like cuddled right up into that little corner edge. I don't know why, hmm. but that's what I like. To yeah, see. it's just some. I feel like it's some primal like <laughs> security thing. You know what I mean? Like probably, like protected. Yeah. Well, I'm like not being out from under the covers. Like I don't care how hot it is, I'm under the covers. I was kind of the opposite. Like when I was little, <clears throat> if I had a, if my bed was up against a wall, uh. I wouldn't really want to face the wall because I'd be scared that the monsters would get me. So I would always like face away from the wall. That's interesting. So that whenever way I know they're coming. Whenever I'm sleeping alone, uh, I usually fall asleep easier facing away from the door. Hmm. I don't know why. Yeah, it's just little peculiarities. So, um, <clears throat> but back to the OCD thing. Um, Besides the bed sheet thing, I don't know. I like I pick at my nails. I guess you could say that's kind of compulsive. Like I do it, like when I get anxious. I guess I just kind of do it. I don't know. It's annoying. I wish I didn't. But but is that an anxious thing or is that like um like if you're not if you don't do it. Like, you're not doing it now. It's not, like, something that you I know, actually like... am right now. Oh, no. <laughs> Like, not that I'm anxious, but, like, now that I've thought about it, <laughs> it, my hands just do it, dude. They just they just pick. I don't know. It's annoying. Interesting. Okay. I'm, I'm not a nail biter. I'm not that degenerate. I am. Thankfully. De- oh, what? Ew. <laughs> I, I feel like that's way more unsanitary. I was... Oh, it's disgusting. It's, a, it's horrible. I was, uh... I was super, super bad, like, for my entire life, up until... It was sophomore year in college. Everything happened sophomore year in college, wow. I guess. You've um, turned your fucking life I, around in the <laughs> sophomore year. I bought a uh, one of those like anti-nail-biting nail polish things that just go on clear and taste really bad. Yeah. I bought one of those, 
and it's like pro growth so your nails grow super super fast as well and my nails were they were so short like i would bite them until they bled it was it was Mm. like super super it was just bad and i started using that and since then i've i've kind of kicked the habit now i really only do it like if i'm anxious or something like that but it's not like it used to just be like all the time biting my nails Mm. just gone so i would consider that compulsive i suppose like a a horrible habit Well, what are yours um i have a couple i feel like i also like don't have ocd i don't know anything like i don't it's not like i I know it's it's interesting that I feel like I've always like read things that OCD is like if you don't do it it's like crippling to you. Yeah. Which it isn't to me, but right. I get super uncomfortable with like things like I have like a bedtime routine that I have to do before bed. Hmm. I like check the doors and I like check to make sure the fridge got shut all the way and I check the stove um to make sure like none of the knobs are turned on the gas stove Hmm. and it's weird because i can't just like check the stove one time that's like the main thing like (laughs) i'll like look at the knobs and be like okay off 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 they're all off but i have to like do it multiple times i don't know why it's like it's like my brain doesn't accept it Hmm. and so like i'll stand there and sometimes it's better than other times, but sometimes I'll just stand there for like a minute and I'll just be like, off, 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 off. Okay. No, I can't. Like, I'm not, it, I'm uncomfortable. I can't, like, Damn, I don't, that, sound, that actually sounds like kind of like OCD. <laughs> but it's not to the point where it like cripples me, you yeah. know? But like, it's, yeah, sometimes it's just like off, 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 off. Like, okay. And then like, it has to be the last thing I do before bed, like that routine I'll I'll do it sometimes and then I'll like go to the bathroom and brush my teeth and then I have to do it again. Even though like I shut the kitchen door, like it's done, but like I have it, that's like that's the thing I have to do before bed. It's weird. Like I'll do it, go brush my teeth and then I can't go to bed. I have to go then I have to do it again before I go to bed. It's super weird. That's interesting. That's probably At least the, you won't die from gas explosions. Yeah, that's probably the the biggest one that i have and also like when i check the door um to make sure that it's locked i also like have to kind of do it a couple times and i like even though i can see that the lock the deadbolt is turned i have to like touch it and feel that it's turned hmm. and i'll like touch the deadbolt and then i will touch the crease like where the door and the door frame meet with my finger to make sure that <laughs> the door sure is like shut <laughs> yeah oh my god super weird and then i like after i do it physically i look at it and i'm like okay i see that it's locked and i see that it's shut and then i can like go to bed it's super weird Hmm. that's probably the biggest thing and then also um kind of a similar thing with my car when i park places i'm i'm always afraid of and i feel like it's like the minor thing in my head where i think like oh like what if i forgot this and then it it doesn't it's not as bad as like actual ocd but it like kind of like grows like exponentially like eats at you right like what if i forgot to put the parking brake on and there's like a bmw behind me and my car rolls back and hits the bmw i can't afford to fix that like something like that you know um, do you always put the parking brake on then oh wait well, well, you have, have to man. yeah so that's part of it like when i get out of my car i'll like make sure it's in neutral i'll pull the brake 
I'll check all the doors to make sure they're locked because my my locks are also manual. And then I'll make sure that my headlights are turned off. And like headlights, they beep at you if they're on, you know, when you're getting out of the car. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Like, and then I'll I'll shut the door, and then I'll lock the door with my key. And then I'll have to look in the window. And I feel the door also. After I lock it, I, like, pull the door handle a little bit to make sure that it's locked, which is just so <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah. And then I can, like, but... see in my car, okay, I see that it's set in neutral. I see that the parking brake is up. And I can see that the, the little dot on my headlight knob is turned to off. And then mm-hmm. I can, like, go inside. But I have to, like, okay, parking brake's on. It's in neutral. Or I do, like, neutral, parking brake, lights are off. Okay, I'm, I'm good to go inside. I don't want to add another thing to your routine, but you, you know you can just leave it in first, right? Yeah, but then, like, it will kill itself sometimes. If Doesn't it kill if you're... Doesn't it kill if, like, if you're... You take n- your foot off the clutch. But it, Here's it, what you do. You put it in first, and then you turn off the car. And that's it. And then you can pull the handbrake, too. Right, I know but, that. But I thought it kills, like... If your foot's not on the brake or something, I don't. You think it, it is, like ruins is that how it the works? car? No, no, no. It doesn't. Doesn't it just kill the engine? Like, don't you just? No. It doesn't. No. One you time can, my car can... w- is it different if it's in reverse? Because one time somebody left it in reverse after I brought it to the shop. What the fuck? Like they had backed it into the parking spot. Oh. And they left it I in don't reverse, know. and then when I went to start it, it just <laughs> it killed because it was in Weird. reverse. And I don't. I don't know about reverse, but I know first shouldn't be an issue. Okay. Well, I just never have because I always thought it just killed. But I think that, I think it should, should be fine because that's how a lot of people park. Like if they if you don't want to pull the parking brake, I always did anyway. But you can leave it in first, and it won't move. Oh, not gonna happen. Not a chance. <laughs> well, I know. I, I would never just leave it in first without pulling the handbrake. <laughs> but like you can do both, and then okay. it's like double. Eh. Yeah. I don't See, know. like that I always doesn't... end up. That doesn't like click like that won't that won't affect my habit. I don't know. It's mm. weird little things like that, but I just yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I like I don't know. I don't really have any other OCD ish tendencies that I can think of right now. Um, I don't know. Like I'm I'm good about putting the dishes away after I use them. <laughs> it's just being responsible. I feel like though. So that's good. I I, I, don't, I don't like that shit piling up. Yeah, I almost always do the dishes before I go to bed. Like if there's any dishes in the sink, I'll put them in the dishwasher and then go to the bed with that's a solid. clean sink. So that's just being an adult. Yeah, I have to. I have to brush my teeth, drink or do mouthwash and floss before I go to bed. I have to, I always have to do those three things before I go to bed. All always. Wow, I fucking wish I was like that. Like it doesn't even if we're like if we were out like drinking at night and then I get home and I'm like super tired and it's like three AM or something, doesn't matter. Do have it. to do it. And I wash my wow. face. Wash face, brush my teeth, mouthwash, floss, go to bed. Wow. Like doesn't matter. Always. That's impressive. I wish I was like that. I um all I do is make sure I pee and good. <laughs> Like that's that's the only thing I have to do. I I can't go to bed without peeing. Like, I yeah no I agree. Like waking up in the middle of the night to take a piss is one of the worst things on this planet. Yeah, like, it's terrible. It's yeah. disgusting. Why is it disgusting? I don't know. Just having to get out of bed like you're all comfy. Yeah. It's like yeah. 
you're like, oh, you know what? I think I can make it. Like, I'm just going to sleep another hour, and then I'll get up and go. And then you just can't go back to sleep because you're like, oh, like, I don't want to piss myself. Yeah. Well, that's night. terrible. That, <laughs> I If I wake up and I have to go, I go. There's no going back to sleep. Yeah. So. But, yeah, otherwise I don't, I don't know. I don't, I can't think of anything that I'm, like, semi-OCD about. If I do think of something, I'll bring it up. But I check my, I have a little desk lamp with, like, a switch on it, a little button switch. And I use that to check to make sure that the, my power strip under my desk, that all of my desk electronics are connected to, is off. Like, hmm. the power strip has to be off when I go to bed. I don't know why. It just has to. So I'll... Interesting. I'll, I'll click the thing on the desk lamp, and if it's, you know, if it's off, it won't turn on. That's another thing I do. Hmm. Locking the you door. you got quite the bedtime routine. Yeah, I do. It takes me a while to get to bed. Mine is just... Put on shorts, take a piss. You're good. <laughs> that, those are the mandatory things. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's kind of annoying. I never used to do stuff like that, I don't think. Hopefully it doesn't get like super bad as I get older and like things just become like debilitating. Uh I feel like it you would know by now if they would. That's true. Those are just like good habits. I, I guess. Feel like. I always have In to general. set my my watches and my clocks fast except for my phone obviously but like my ha- my oh. wrist watches my car my car clock why my i don't know it like That's... makes me feel like i'm being on time better but it doesn't really work that well or like my microwave Wait, you said and you my make them run fast right yeah like i put them like 10 so they're a ahead. couple minutes ahead of time yep they're like so wouldn't that make you feel like you're late Exactly. So then, like, you get there earlier. Oh, so you get there and you check your phone and you're like, oh, it's only this. Right. But I mean, but then I know... don't you just factor in, like, oh, I mean, it's actually 3.30, not 3.40. Like, I never yes. understood doing that because it's like, you know what time it is still. You're right. I do. I know that all of my clocks are 10 minutes ahead. So, <laughs> but it's just something that I do. My dad did it. Hmm. So, it's just something that I kind of, like, grew up doing. I hate that shit. Well, I cannot do that. I need to be. I need to know what time it is. I don't know. I'm a pretty punctual person, I suppose. I'm not. That's. I've gotten better, but yeah, I'm not super. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't know. I'm sure I'll. Th- I have a bunch of stuff. I'm sure I'll think of something. I'm always touching my face. I'm always touching my lips. It's I really touch annoying. my face a lot. I hate it. It's really bad for your skin. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It really is. Try to, like, I try to I'm always, do that. I'm always, like, worried if my lips... Not worried, but, like, it annoys me when my lips are chapped, so I just, like, pick at them sometimes, I guess, to get rid of that shit. You should put, like, Aquaphor on them. Well, I mean, I have, like, chapstick and shit, but... Somebody told me that like, you should use, like, Aquaphor or Vaseline or, like, that kind uh, of stuff instead of chapstick because those things, uh, like moisturize and they like trap the moisture in so it yeah, actually like does it. it and chapstick just like moisturizes it temporarily so hmm. but i'll put aquaphor on my lips if, the, if it's like if my lips are dry i'll put an uh, aquaphor on my lips before bed and then yeah, you like yeah. wake up the next morning and your lips are just like <laughs> super plump <laughs> really Why? no no they, like, swell? no 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 oh. 
they just like, feel they're not chapped. They're like nice and not nice and like, smooth, cracked and painful and everything. Yeah, that's the good shit right there. So, yeah. Well, what else do you got? Or did, was that the last thing on your list? No, I have. Uh... Here's just a random thought that probably won't stem into much of a conversation that I typed <laughs> down. You know how, like, when things get preserved uh, so they don't decompose or they In decompose like super slowly or something like that? Um, yeah, and then, like, you ever seen it in movies where, like, mummies are, like, preserved and then they open the sarcophagus and then it just, like, the decomposition, like, happens really rapidly? You ever seen that? In move that happens in real life. Well, I know, but like, isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah, it is actually. It, I was thinking about. Uh, I don't know why I was thinking about this, but like, what if you had like an apple, and you encased it in this box that would preserve it and keep it pristine, and then like a thousand years later, it's in this little box. And it's just this perfect, beautiful red apple. And then you, like, drilled a little hole in it. And then all the current air got in. And all, because of all the preserved air leaving, the apple, you could just watch it, like, decompose in, like, 30 seconds. Just, like, crumble. Wouldn't that be cool? Would it happen that fast, though? I don't know. Well, I don't know if it would be that drastic. But let's say, that like, a million years. If it was preserved for a million years, it would have to happen that fast, then, don't you think? Really? I don't know. I don't think it would happen any faster, depending on how long it is. You don't think so? It, well, well, it depends on what's still in the apple at that point. Right, like, and the atmosphere is going to change. And how dry right? it is and shit. Well, yeah. Maybe, like, humans I, adapt to completely living off of, like, carbon dioxide instead of oxygen. Then the apple is wow, preserved would, with oxygen. and That would be crazy. What would happen, then, if there's, like, no oxygen in the air? If there's no oxygen... To an apple specifically? Yeah. Well, it's um, a, just anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm just using the apple as an example. I think, I don't know. I could be wrong about this, but I think that's the reason apples turn brown after you like take a bite and let it sit is because it like oxidizes. Hmm. I could be completely wrong about that. So Rusts? nobody quote me on that. So the apple is like, rusting no o- basically. Because isn't that what oxidation uh, is? Rusting. I mean, that's like. Or rusting is when it comes oxidation. to metal. Yeah. So you could tell actually, people that their apple is rusting. I'm going to start saying that. Your no, I don't think rusty. that's how it works. No. That is not. No. No. Wrong conclusion. <laughs> but, okay. But, okay. Circling back. So, like, opening a sarcophagus that was buried in this pyramid for, like, a thousand years. Right. You're just remarking at how sealed up it was and that the instant you crack it open, it's like... The instant that decomposition starts is what you're saying. Yeah, I think that is pretty. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like like in movies. Like I've seen like in mummy movies. Like they'll open a sarcophagus, and then the person, which this is completely fictional movie, you know, but the person will be like pristine, like the same, like the skin and everything is perfect. And then after they open mm. it and they're exposed to the air, just like ten seconds, just shrivel up into a skeleton and nothing. I mean, obviously no that's fiction. Way. Obviously, that's that's a movie, so it's not real. But <laughs> that's a very drastic example, but that's what I think of. Like, if you did that to an, I apple. mean, there's like, okay, so speaking of like mummies and preservation, there, 
have been like a lot of findings of these ancient peoples in peat bogs in Europe. Peat isn't and that like ground basically? Isn't peat like? It's like kind of like a mud. It's like I don't know exactly what peat is, but it's Didn't like Native Americans make plant. houses out of peat. Yeah, it's like it's like I want to say mud. It's, it's like not what hobbits really live mud. in. But it basically peat bogs have no oxygen in them. There's like no oh, interesting. There's like almost no gas in there because it's so viscous. And basically, what would happen is these farmers would be clearing out these peat bogs to like oh, make God. way for you know you know planting shit or whatever, and they would come across these bodies, and it was so well preserved that they thought it was a recent murder. Like, they thought someone had uh, just dumped this body in the peat bog, like, two weeks ago. Interesting. But it was actually, like, hundreds of years old. And you could see, like, his hair. You could see, like, the wrinkles on his face. Like, you could see exactly what he looked like, pretty much. I mean, your skin gets dyed black, like, almost oh, pitch yeah. black. I'm looking at the Because images. of the peat. And because you're sitting in there for so long. But because it's so, like, anaerobic... Um, there's there's no gas and there's no creatures in there that would decompose you so you're preserved like really really well and it's cool because they it preserves your hair your skin like your your hair gets dyed red too which is super weird like i think that's a common thing no matter what your hair color is it just becomes dyed red over the years but they would pull these bodies out of the peat bogs and they would instantly start decomposing. So it was like a race against time to determine where this person came from, like when they passed away, all this stuff. And they would lose like section, whole sections of the body just, just to decomposition within like a short period of time pulling them out. Um, but they're super cool. Definitely recommend anyone listening to check that out. Like, yeah. I, I guess you could just Google like, peat bog mummies or some yeah. shit search bog body b-o-g yeah yeah there you go bog body that's yeah. what i'm looking at super interesting it says that but it's crazy it says that uh the skin is usually well preserved but the bones are generally not due to the acid yeah. and the peat interesting yeah huh so though it's yeah you'll come out and you look like leather and you have red hair and shit and it's i don't know it's pretty interesting yeah how that can happen but it's huh. like who would have ever thought and they think that some of these people were executed and put in the peat bog for maybe some sort of ritual reason or maybe what if they, they were like actually murdered alive? Oh, I don't know man I wouldn't be surprised that'd be that terrible. shit probably like quicksand that would mm. be scary oh. and really gross but oh I wouldn't even yeah. be grossed out I'd just be terrified yeah I don't know what it would be like to come across a body like that <clears throat> oh god I I don't know. Also, side note. I mean, it would be fascinating, but I don't think it would be fascinating at all. I'd be, I'd have nightmares. I would be very morbidly curious. Oh. Uh, quick side note: it is oxidation that causes apples to get brown. Yes. All right. Hell yeah. And oxidation is what causes metal to rust. So therefore, apples turning brown is rusting. Apples, <laughs> apples rust. By the mathematic rule of, I don't even remember what is it association what is it like well it would be the associative property if that's yeah associative property that's what it was associative property it is then i don't know if this is right 
Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. There's some sort of I know there's some sort of math property that's like basic mathematic property. If A plus B equals C and C plus B equals D or something like that, then A plus B equals D. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's something like that. Some math, some letters, you know. (laughs) Some variables. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But who would have ever thought like going in like even if you were sacrificed or whatever, like you would never imagine that people would dig you up in 500 years and you would look pretty much the same. I mean, obviously you don't have bones and shit, so you're kind of like, you know, floppy and whatever. But like, I don't know. That's so weird. Like, I can't even imagine. I don't know. I think it'd be interesting to, maybe in the next episode, we can kind of look into, I don't know why this... Oh, because we were talking about like execution and that stuff. Be interesting to to have a podcast where we look at medieval like torture methods. I always thought that was really Oof. interesting. Oof. How how like inhumane humanity can be, could be, can be still. Oh yeah, I think medieval yeah, being drawn and quartered and shit like that. I don't even know that's what that stuff is, but we'll save it for take... the next podcast. No, you uh, can let me, okay. Yeah, no, you they can take. It each of your limbs and they tie it to a horse oh yeah yeah and they make the horses run in different directions and then you just get ripped apart i've heard of uh i heard i don't remember where i heard this but it was probably in a movie or tv show and they they were talking about that and they were saying how your arms pop out like Mm -hmm. like nothing they just pop out and then Mm -hmm. whichever leg is stronger or the weaker leg gets pulled off and then you're just one-legged like torso being dragged like still alive and then i think they drag you like through town they would drag you through town to like humiliate to show you or whatever yeah Yeah. oh yeah that's (laughs) fucked up i'm glad i live in 2019 that's for sure and i live in the u.s (laughs) yeah it would be interesting i always thought it'd be interesting if you could live in a time period to live like in ancient greece but also Hmm. you'd go to war and die at like 14 yeah, I, I think I'd visit, but I wouldn't want to stay. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I want to stay either. But I always thought there's that'd a be lot of I mean, but a I'm lot gonna shit. I'm gonna add that to the notes too. We could have a little conversation about that. What time period would you want to live in? Hmm. Um, or like the Roaring Twenties or the Forties? Be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be interesting. Well, okay, I guess we'll we'll save this for the next one because I was about to dive into it. Yeah, don't dive into it. We'll All save. Right, it for tune into number. Episode. Tune into number ten. For number ten. <laughs> next episode, number ten. All right, so we can uh, move on to the goofy topic here. One second. Let me flip my light on. Are you gonna turn it to a cool color? Oh, the sun is setting in California. Are you gonna set your light to a cool color? Oh, yeah. Set it to blue or purple. Blue? You want some fucking blue? I'll give you some fucking blue. I like purple, honestly. Do purple, then. All right, what's it called? Smart bulb. <laughs> oh, is it an app on your phone? Mm-hmm. Oh, not sponsored. Not sponsored by But if you bulb. want it was to like send 30 me a free light. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they're super cool. I, they're like... I think it was like 30 bucks. You get one bulb. I'm sure you can find them cheaper online, but like, I don't know. You twist the bulb into a socket and you can control it via your phone. You can change it to any color you want. 
and make it dim. It's Could you change nice. it to silver? Uh, maybe not silver. How about gold? Yeah, I don't know about like gray. Well, let me see if I can pull up some kind of gold. I mean, there's like yellow. They give you a little color wheel. What um, about Vanta black? <laughs> that would be sick. That would be so <laughs> weird though, because it would be light. That wouldn't. That wouldn't even be possible. <laughs> it would be like light that absorbs light. That would be crazy. Yeah. Well, that's as gold as it gets. It looks way, way more... Put it back to purple. Yeah, I like purple. There yeah, we go. That's cool. All right, so the the uh, the funny thing that I think would be interesting to, to kind of go through is a long time ago I stumbled across the good old sugar-free gummy bear reviews. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I thought it'd be funny to, to kind of go through some of those on the podcast and see how well we could read through them without laughing. I remember the first time I stumbled across them was I was like on Pinterest or something. And I like to just search like funny Tumblr things on Pinterest. And I was in the class and I was reading them and I just I could not handle reading some of them <laughs> like i was dying in class it was so funny so i'm gonna pull up the the website is cheeseburger.com and i will i'll post the link in the... i haven't been on this website since like early high school this is a you've been on this website yeah the i can has cheeseburger that fucking terrible meme i think it was like a cat or something <laughs> i've never heard of this website Really? Yeah. yeah, there it is. I can has. I can has cheap cheeseburger. That's the first thing. Huh. I'm Let's gonna see. open it. It's fucking stupid memes from like early 2000s, 2010s. I remember that. Interesting. Let me go back to the actual article though. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, okay. Back so, on topic. So, I mean, do we want to let them know what happens when you, when you consume these or should we just read the reviews and, and let the listeners piece it together? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Let's just read the reviews. Like, read the subject line. So, like, scroll down to number four and give that one a read. Oh, my God. It's like a fucking book. All right. <laughs> 209 of 243 people found the following review helpful by Dookie Monster. And the title is So, comma, I pooped myself today. <laughs> Ellipses. <laughs> Ellipses, comma. And it has three out of five stars. Three out of five, that's not, you know, that's not bad. Okay, here's the review. I've been making a conscious effort to try and start eating better. I bought these gummy bears to eat as a low-calorie treat. When they first arrived, I sampled one, and I thought they tasted pretty good. The next day, I made a mistake I will regret for the rest of my life. I brought the bag to work. While working, I scarfed down a few handfuls over the course of a few hours. Holy I must have had cow. about three or four handfuls. Oh, Almost immediately ago. afterwards, I started getting terrible gas pains. <laughs> I work in cubicles surrounded by other people, so I can't just let my farts fly out as they come. So I went for a stroll around the building to discreetly vent the gas from my body as I walked down the hallways. After I let a few of the farts out, I felt the wetness in my underpants. Panicked, I made a beeline towards the nearest bathroom. Sure enough, I had full-on Hershey squirt in my boxers. I sat in the bathroom stall for about 15 minutes trying to decide what to do. 
Meanwhile, people were coming and going from the bathroom. <laughs> I was so scared, I started to sweat and shake. <laughs> <laughs> I mulled over a few different plans for what seemed like an eternity. I finally decided that I would remove my boxers, flush them, and finish off the day commando style. I'm pretty sure my boxers clogged the toilet. <laughs> I got out of there so quickly, I'm not even sure. While these are delicious, these bears cost me a pair of boxers and my dignity. <laughs> Damn. Wow, you flushed those, dude? That's. I would feel so bad doing that. I, oh, man. That's terrible. Yeah, so these gummy bears, the sugar-free ones in particular, just make you shit yourself. And they're all reviewing a five-pound bag of gummy bears. So, like, you're going to be going through this shit. Um, let's see what other ones we got here. Here, I'll try to read it. I can't, I won't be able to hold it together as well you, as you, so I'll, I'll read you a shorter one. I could probably read <laughs> two of these. I'll do, I'll try to do eight and nine. So, <laughs> just reading the subject line is funny. So this guy gave, this by Mike, Mike Gonnett. And he gave a one on a five star review on Amazon for the same five pound sugar free gummy bear bag. And the title, the subject line for this review is If You Want Your Wife to Leave You, comma. <laughs> the intolerable deuce that burned out of the insides of my anus may, in fact, had stool. My son said he hopes that one day he will pop out one as big. As old what, you pops. skipped the whole line. Oh. <laughs> okay, let, like, me, let me start over. The intolerable... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> the intolerable deuce that burned out of the insides of my anus may in fact have been the biggest in history. Thank you, Haribo, for the gargantuan record-setting stool. My son said he hopes that one day he will pop one out as big as old pops. Ha. Oh my god, you showed your son that, dude? <laughs> However, I'm still going to have to give this one star. My wife filed for a divorce after seeing the damage I did to the whole Oh no. Okay, this one. This one's just straight to the point. Very funny. Wow, this, the one below it? Yeah, number nine. Wow, five stars. Five stars. Five stars. By The Sims. And the, the subject line is, there's only one way to say it. I sneezed out of my butthole. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not offering that as a complaint either. Plus, it got me through a TSA checkpoint in time. In record time. Thank you, Haribo sugar-free gummy bears. Dude, it's not worth shitting yourself to get through TSA, dude. Okay. It doesn't take that. I, <laughs> you, I want you to try to read number 10. It's a little bit, oh my a little god. bit lengthier. Right. Give it a read. Give this good story. Got a good name. <clears throat> Number 10, 119 of 137 people found the following review helpful. One star by Justin. World War Three occurred in my house after my family ate these. This is about my experience with Harry Bro sugarless gummy bears. I hope no one ever has to go through the same horror that filled my house the night I decided to buy a bag off my friend from work. Not only did I pay my friend $10 for a bag, but I saved him more than that. I saved him more than that with what he would have spent on his water bill if he had to eat these bears from hell. <laughs> yes, these bears are directly from hell. I thought I was doing a nice thing for my two boys at home, age seven and nine, by bringing these home for dinner. 
dude, just for dinner? You're giving your kids just gummy bears for dinner, dude? It's probably a Friday night. What the fuck kind of... All right, whatever. Well, the delicious... delicious. Oh, okay. Delicious meal my wife worked so hard on ended up not happening. I snuck a few of these in my mouth right before I turned into the driveway with my car. Ten minutes later, I was standing in the kitchen when I almost fell to the floor. Whatever began transpiring inside my stomach would have made a gory Quentin Tarantino film look like the sound of music. It was already too late to warn the others. Oh, no. My wife and two kids had already eaten their bears as well. I could see the look of pain on their faces when we all abandoned the fact that we were a family and began an all-out war to see who could fight to the death for the bathroom first. It didn't matter who got in the three bathrooms in our house and who didn't. Death was upon us all that night. In the midst of being in the most difficult battle of my life, I managed to retreat from the bathroom to let my wife take care of her own problems. Luckily, she only ate a few and was able to fight her way through a relatively easy ordeal while I prepared to go back to the front line and face the most evil enemy one could face. The aftermath of this war resulted in two toilets being clogged, with one of those being thrown out and exchanged with a clean one from Home Depot. The psychological ramifications from something like this would have thrown me into a state I could not deal with if we kept the same toilet I used that night. <laughs> I was no longer a husband or a father in that bathroom. I was a prisoner to my own body, weeping like no man should ever be allowed to weep. Do not buy these for the safety of your family. Do not buy them. <laughs> wow. You, gummy bears for dinner, dude? What the fuck is that? Yeah, apparently the gummy bears ruined the dinner. So... So the wife made a nice dinner, and they ate the gummy bears afterwards and shit it out, is what yep. it's saying. All right, that's a little bit better. I remember... It's better than like, hey, kids, I got this $10 sack of gummy bears for dinner. Yeah. Eat up. I remember reading one about a guy who was at a hockey game, and his description... And I feel like a lot of these are just people writing funny stories, but his description yeah. was so funny. He said, like, walking... He was in, like, the front row... And him and his child had to walk up the, the stairs in the stadium to get to the bathroom. And oh. every step, spreading his legs to step up, every step for him was like a nightmare. He did not think he was going to make it up the stairs. Oh my god. All right, I've I'm... never been in a situation like that where I've almost shit myself. <laughs> like taking a step and spreading my cheeks didn't... No, that's crazy. That's Maybe we should way too close. <laughs> Maybe we should order... Or well, I feel like these cause like explosive, like you can't control it. Yeah, dude, I'm not doing this. <laughs> You're about to suggest that we order it. Yeah, let's try it. Fuck no, <laughs> I would rather not shit my brains out. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give this one a a a read here. This one says it's by Joseph T. Webb. Good considering the alternative. Four to five stars. Hmm. Wow. If you're willing, if you're. <clears throat> If you're telling me that reviewers are getting upset because they get a little stomach discomfort and a lot of bowel movements from this tasty candy, I just don't know which end of the world is up anymore. Settle down, people. This is the best of both worlds. Not only does it give you the delicious taste of gummy bears we all crave, but it relieves all of those daily constipation cramps. Yes, I said daily. Surely I'm not the only one that is constipated every single day of their life. Dang. Oh my god, dude. Joseph, <laughs> what's going on, dude? I found that one alternative for my relentless constipation, and it was the only way to have a pleasing bowel movement. It's a multi-step process. One, eat Arby's. Two, 
Go out and drink seven draft beers from any local pub that doesn't clean out their draft lines often. Ew. Ew. Three, eat Taco Bell on the way home. Any menu item from Taco Bell will do. Four, when I arrive home, drink a fifth of Fireball whiskey. Oh my. Five, wake up, have a cup of coffee. Six, do 20 minutes of jumping jacks. Seven, run to the bathroom when the faucet opens. Faucet in quotes. Instead of the grueling process above, all I have to do now is eat a half of a serving size of Haribo gummy bears. Quarter of a serving size doesn't do a trick, as the instructions say, but half of the serving size will get you comfortably pouring out waste in no time. These yummy Ew. gummy bears are really a blessing from those, for those of us who are stricken with daily constipation. As a matter of fact, I've eaten just five of these little gummy morsels since I've been typing here, and I can say they taste amaze. And then in parentheses he has, I just felt them kick in. Here we go. I'll finish this review now before the sweats start. Oh, oh my god. Just, just get the gummy bears already. It's like a new Chinese restaurant for your butthole. Okay, I've never I don't get the whole circle jerk over like uh Taco Bell will give you the shits. Oh, Chipotle will give you the shits. Like how weak is your stomach, bro? <laughs> Probably does for some people. That's that's stupid. Like they can't control I, it. I don't my stomach's care. You pretty weak. Be here, dude. Taco Bell. I've, Taco I've only Bell? had Taco Bell like two times in my life. That's a shame right there. That's a shame. I'm sorry for that. It's good. I love Taco Bell. <laughs> and I've never had the shits from eating Taco Bell. What the fuck? Got some weak ass stomachs. If anything from the Taco Bell menu will do. What do you mean? Like the, the churros? The fucking, like the uh, Cinnabon? What are those? The Cinnabon like balls those give you the shits too dude that's fucked up any menu okay i i don't know i just i I don't get it i get irrationally like annoyed when people are like taco bell i need to go shit myself it'll give you the shits shut the fuck up all right let's do let's Uh do just two more of these i'll i'll read uh i'll read 22 and then you can finish it off with 21. All right. All right. So John Gaudio, Gaudio, John Gaudio gave it five stars. He said, it's true with five exclamation points. Words cannot describe, describe, <laughs> try that again. Words cannot describe the last four hours of my life. I must have lost oh 10 pounds. Easy. Holy These fuck. little nightmares should be labeled as the devil's anal soap. I'll give you a breakdown. 7.14 p.m. Open package. 7.20 p.m. Consumed 10 devil's <laughs> anal soap bears. 8.01 p.m. The world changed. My stomach turned inside out. My hands got clammy and I started to sweat. The doom that is devil's anal soap bears punched. Wait, let me try that again. Haven't had very much public speaking recently. <laughs> the doom that is devil's anal, the doom that is devil's anal soap bears punched their way out of sphincter. These bears <laughs> turned into an easy to flush fluid of death. Oh my! I God. cannot believe this amount of anything is even in a human body, like a dam being opened 
in your bottom. <laughs> wow. 11.36 p.m. I'm still on the toilet. <laughs> Ran out of toilet paper, so I had to penguin into the bathroom spraying. I don't spray the liquid. What? I had to Praying. penguin it into the bathroom. Oh, okay. Praying that I don't spray the liquid of death on my short trip to the kitchen for napkins. Oh, brutal. All in all, these are great. If you enjoy spending over four hours in your bathroom crying. Yeah, let's not do this just for fun. <laughs> four hours crying on the toilet? No, I'm good. I'm all right. All right, 23. <laughs> Anal Exorcism by Casey Trombley. I ate a handful of these showstoppers at work one night back in 2003 and immediately threw up in my pants. The moment the first one of these little bastards hit my esophagus, I ejected my lower intestines into my underwear with such force that FEMA was dis- dispatched. It hit me so fast, I felt like someone attached a vacuum hose to my balloon knot and turned the suction level to black hole. When it was all said and done, the sight was horrifying. It had a turnaway factor of Ark of the Covenant. My toilet was in ruins as I searched for Private Ryan amongst the debris. I saw a little child carrying a teddy bear, missing an arm, crying, Why? I don't know exactly what happened in the moments directly afterward, but there was a distinct smell of sulfur in the air. My ears were ringing and my vision was blurred. As I glanced over at the partially open bag of those sugar-free hell razors, another round of chaos began to stir inside me so violently that it altered my DNA. Just the mere memory of this event triggers some kind of post-traumatic stress response in my body. <laughs> Sad. Oh, I've never heard anyone describe their butthole as a balloon knot. That's awesome. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> Attached a vacuum hose to my balloon knot. Oh. That's that's the most disturbing part of this review. Balloon knot. Ew. Oh, man. I mean, that's pretty accurate. I'm not going to lie. I that's like the metaphors, analogy. yeah. That's super funny. Yeah, so uh, I'm never trying these, ever. All right, so these are these are terrible. Yeah, so that's the that'll be a good end to our episode ten, and we will uh, follow us on Twitter. Tell your friends. And follow family. us, JGA Podcast, if you want more fucking shitting your pants stories. I guess <laughs> more sh- shitting your pants reviews. Yeah, so we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back in a week or so. About yeah, we should be back in a week from when this podcast is published. So you hear from us then. All right. And, Make sure to spread the word. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys in episode 10.